Mindful Maddie Pod. You are listening to episode number 23. And I'm talking to you from Boulder today. Sitting in the backyard on the patio. Talking about my inner child. Talking about your inner child. And talking about ways for you to connect with your inner child and break the seal on talking to your inner child. This is like something that a lot of people think is super woo-woo and super weird, but it is a therapy technique. It is something that has helped in my journey. It's helped so many people in their journey of living in their truth, in their authenticity. Authenticity. Um, And so, yeah, I really encourage you to listen to this episode with an open mind. Um, I have a little deal of a deal, steal of a deal at the end of the pod. I'm going to do some mini sessions, some inner child connecting and meditation sessions. Um, The link for that will be on my Instagram. So check that out if you want to do this exercise that I kind of laid out in the podcast with me. And if you want some support in that um, and you don't really know where to start, starting with a mini session with me would be great. Just an hour on Zoom. Okay. All right. Well, I love you. Hope you enjoy the episode. And here we go. Oh my God. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to the Mindful Maddie Pod. Today we're doing an outdoorsy episode. Um, I'm sitting outside. So you hear any planes go by or any sounds just know that I'm vibing in nature living my best life we know that's my favorite place to be um hi though how you doing um I'm doing good thanks for asking (laughs) I'm doing good as you know or maybe you don't I'm staying in Boulder at my mom and her husband's house I'm cat-sitting and house-sitting for the plants, for the kitty cats, and they're in Mexico, so they're living it up. Today, today they sent me a picture, and they did mud therapy. They did a mud mask. I don't know. I don't really know what it is, but they had mud all over their bodies. I was like, wow. Wow. (laughs) I'm sorry, that was weird. Okay, I'm not allowed to laugh in the microphone. (laughs) Why is that different than it normally is? It sounds different. Anyways, we'll never know. I'll try and keep it cool. Um, Just being the tech-savvy podcaster that I am, um, sounds different than it normally does. Well, that was a fun intro, but today I'm going to be talking about, I don't know, like kind of what it's been like being home and what has been coming up 
since I've been home. Um, I was thinking about it like I'm home, but I'm not home with like my family and like distractions and like fun holidays or events or whatever my mom and I get into when I come up here, come down here. So it's been an interesting time to just like be here by myself um, in my hometown. Like I've been in this house since I was 15, 15, maybe 16. It was the summer before junior year we moved in. And that was like the same summer before I transferred to Boulder High. That was like kind of when I was like feeling just good and settled and like my mom was moving on from my parents' divorce and yeah, I don't know. Like it was like a really fun summer living in Gun Barrel for the first time. I had always had friends that lived on the golf course or just like in the country club area um, in this neighborhood that I'm in. And so I was here a lot. And I had even one time, I think I've told this story before, but I had even one time hid behind a bush and ran like through Troy's side yard before my parents, before my mom and stepdad even met each other. So that's fucking crazy. Actually, I think they had met. I just think we didn't, I'd never seen his house before. Um, I didn't make the connection. Maybe, like, she hadn't introduced me to him or anything. Anyways, memory's blurry because that was 12 years ago now. But, yeah, like, I've been in this house for 12 years. In and out, right? I only lived in it for two, three. But this is where I come for Christmas. This is where I come for holidays, for birthdays. Um, And... I think when you, yeah, it's like just nostalgic and it just brings up a lot of memories and it being alone here has brought up just a lot of like pain and not pain in the way where it's like, I hate being here and I still have like resentment towards Boulder, but more this feeling of, dang, like, Life just really goes on. Life just passes by. Time just fucking continues. And I've created, like, a sense of home in Fort Collins. So that feels like home for me. And that's where I can, like, if I were home this week, I'd be doing all my chores, doing all my work, going to the gym, doing all the things, seeing people that I spend time with and doing all the things that I normally do but being here it's like kind of been a reset and it's just been bringing up a lot of stuff so like I've been really trying to comfort and listen and understand my inner child and kind of younger me who used to live in this house or who was dealing with you know her parents divorce um as I like drive through town or drive through different areas. Sorry, the wind. Oh, jeez. I just, I get this like weird, I don't, 
how do you describe that feeling? Like, it's just this weird, like, memories flashing by, this just, like, weird, sunken pain feeling. And I've been crying a lot. Like, weeping. Having trouble sleeping. And so I kind of finally sat down the other morning and was like, I just need to, like, talk about this. It might get too windy for me to sit out here. Hold on one second. Okay, hi, I'm back. I'm just, I'm still sitting outside because, like, I got to. But now I'm sitting in on, like, the patio and not, like, out in the wind. This should be better. Um, so, yeah, anyways, I finally, like, sat down and just started to, like, tune into what, what my younger self was needing in the moment, um, as I was just, like, weeping and feeling really, like, lost again. Like, that feeling that was happening through the winter for me kind of came back up, because I wasn't in the groove or I'm not in the groove this week of my new job at the daycare being at the gym going to therapy doing all the things that I'm normally doing at home um so yeah as I started to tune in I started to calm down I started asking her what she was feeling, asking her to describe the sensations that she was feeling, asking her to tell me where it was coming from, where the pain was coming from. I was just like letting her talk. That might sound crazy to some of you. And you don't even have to name it as your inner child or your younger self. It can just be that voice in your head. It's still a little windy. That's okay, though. Um, yeah, so I was creating a safe place for that inner voice, that voice in my head, that younger version of me to be heard because at the time my life was so chaotic my family life was chaotic and that little like 11 12 year old version of me even into teenage like 13 she that's like who I was channeling at this time she was in so much chaos that she didn't know what the truth was. She didn't know which way was up. She didn't know who she was. No doubt about that. And she only knew to be the love and support and the one who was just fine in the family. And I think that that played out in other ways. Like, I had a lot of just like days when I had headaches at school and didn't actually have a headache. It was just like a little heartache. That makes me so sad. But there were just 
years of my life where I was trying so hard to just like be okay that now as an adult I come back to this place where I grew up and where I experienced a lot of pain and a lot of trauma and I I almost couldn't manage it like I almost couldn't handle how much pain I was feeling a couple days ago because that little part of me was still just wanting to be heard and wanting to be asked like how are you are you okay how have you been feeling how does this really make you feel that was like never a question from teachers never a question from my peers friends never a question from parents like they were also in a state of chaos trying to like figure out what their life looked like without being like mom and dad together and my brother was kind of like in his own world dealing with it however he needed to deal with it at the time and so just the other day like as I was tuning into how this felt I was like oh I'm starting to feel some relief just being able to like write down what the pain was being able to like speak it out into existence it like took that weight off of my shoulders and that's just something like that's why I'm doing this podcast today which I'll be doing another one on Friday but I'm doing this podcast today because I want to talk about talking to your younger self And how when you're in those times of pain and frustration, there is a little voice in your head that's like, hey, I'm trying to like show you cues that I need to say something. And a lot of the time, it is your younger self, it is your inner child who is looking for comfort and support where they didn't receive it at that age. And to be able to give that to myself and be like, it's okay. Like, it's going to make me cry. The whole time I was sitting there, I was just, like, crying and, like, journaling and speaking out loud. And what I was saying out loud was, it's okay. I hear you, baby. It's okay. It's going to be okay. That might seem silly. Again, it might seem cuckoo to some people. But it really was, like, profound for me to speak love onto that voice that was... I mean... Yeah, like, that was just waiting to be heard. The biggest thing you can do as an adult for yourself now is to sit and listen to what the younger you has to say and actually hear them out and like let them process their emotions 
and it might feel fake or phony or weird in the moment, but you will feel lighter once you're able to like get that out of your consciousness and maybe turn and reframe the belief that that little version of you had. Like for me, it was keep it together and like try and look for love in other ways, but keep it together and like present a happy face to everyone, especially your parents, especially your brother, so that they don't feel the burden of what your emotions are are feeling like. Because I didn't want to cause more problems in the family system. And it's not because I didn't feel safe to do so. It was because I was so, like, empathetic that I could see the pain in my family that they were dealing with in their own way. And I was like, I can't add to that. And I still do that. I'm still someone who, as I've been going through this, like, transitional time in my life... And when I was sick last year, even, it's been this weird, like, I can't let anyone help me. I struggle to let anyone help when I'm struggling. (laughs) I struggle to struggle in front of other people. It was easier for me as a child to just go, like, deal with it myself or, like I said, let that like come out in other ways so like pretending to have a headache pretending to like yeah I don't know I did a lot of hiding I did a lot of secretive emotion feeling (laughs) and again there's like there's literally nothing wrong with like how it all like went down And how everyone was dealing with their shit. But what I can do now is sit there and validate the version of me, the little small version of me, who didn't know how to get validation in a true and honest way as a kid. (laughs) Through that chaotic time of my parents getting divorced and just like being, going into puberty going into being a teenager, going into high school, like, that's hard in itself. And I just didn't know how to cope. But now I get to talk to that version of me and say it's okay. And that's just, like, the whole point of what I'm saying is, like, tell little you that it's okay. Give yourself a hug. That's another thing I was doing was like rubbing my leg, rubbing my shoulder, rubbing my face, and just saying, it's okay, I love you, I hear you, I'm sorry. It's okay. You're safe. As we get older as adults, like we have to be the ones to create that safe place for all of parts of ourselves to feel their emotions and to process and to move through what we're going through. Oh, Jesus. I just dropped everything. Um, so, yeah. I kind of want to end this 
this episode talking about an activity um, that you can do to kind of connect with your inner child and connect with that part of you. This is not in like a, in a moment of crisis. This is going to be an activity to do outside of crisis mode. But in crisis mode, I just told you kind of what I've been doing and what really helped was journaling and writing down what I was feeling and sitting there and asking my inner child what she was feeling, what she is feeling, what's coming up. Why are you sad? Why are you so upset? And then once you kind of start to process that and get that out, allow your emotions to come to the surface, allow yourself to cry. Crying is moving energy. It's transmuting energy. So the best thing you can do when you cry is not to hold it in and push it down, but to let yourself cry and let yourself feel what you're feeling and try to make sense of that. And the biggest tip is to self-soothe, is to comfort yourself and tell yourself it's going to be okay. And I know it might feel silly in the moment, but I swear to God, it's going to, it's going to help. And if it isn't, if it isn't, come collect from me. Okay, we'll talk about it. I'm here to support and it just takes practice. I didn't wake up one day and think like, oh, I should just go talk to my inner child. Like that has been a process of feeling comfortable doing that. And with her feeling comfortable opening up about it because she never felt comfortable to do that. And that's what I'm going to talk about right now. This is how I really started this relationship with my inner child was through my inner child healing coach in 2021. Um, We were in a call and she taught me this activity. So shout out. Credit goes to her. Amanda Becker, I love you to death. I got to see her this week too. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Anyways, so we're sitting in this call and I'm just going to kind of lay it out. Not in my circumstance, but in general circumstance. So you can copy this exercise for yourself. Sit down, get comfortable, light a candle, drink some water, have a pen and paper next to you if you want. Turn on music. There's also hella inner child healing meditations out there. Like if you just Google inner child meditation, inner child connection meditation, healing meditation, you'll find one. But this is how I first connected with my inner child. was a visualization technique. So I sat, I was dropping in with Amanda... And the question is, can you look in the corner of the room, find a corner in the room, or maybe by the doorway, or maybe on the bed, on the couch, and can you close your eyes and visualize your inner child 
just a smaller version of you. It could be any age. Any age is exactly right. Any age is exactly what needs tending. Whatever comes to mind, go with that. And start to describe what your inner child is doing. Are they smiling? Are they frowning? Are they crying? What emotions can you see? Are they scared? Are they happy? Are they calm? Are they anxious? What's the body language of your inner child look like? Is it trusting? Is it closed off? Are their arms crossed? Are they sitting? Are they standing? Start to get an idea of what they look like, how they're feeling. And I think I remember her saying, like, you don't have to talk to her today. Because I think what was happening was I was like, she's not open. She is not trusting. She's over there in the corner, and she can't look me in the eye. She looks scared. And that's one, because I just had never thought to talk to my inner child or, like, recognize that that was a thing. So it took a few times to start doing that visualization in order for my inner child to be like, hey, okay, I can trust her. I I can trust this person and I can say how I'm feeling. And so we kind of go on and and the questions start to come of what do you want to say to your inner child? Sorry. Do you want to say I'm sorry? <laughs> That's just I was saying sorry because the wind blew, but that's how that shit happens. Like, it just was, like, (laughs) just on my mind. Anyways, do you want to say I'm sorry? Do you want to say I love you? Do you want to ask how are you? Right? You can affirm. You can validate. You can say I'm here for you. You can trust me. Or you can start to ask questions. I mean, and you can start to ask questions. Definitely, however many times it takes, like, start to ask questions. What's wrong? How can I help? What can I do for you to feel safe, to feel trust, to feel loved? What can I do right now? Those answers might not come as clearly as you want them to right away. Maybe they do, though. That's why I encourage just, like, having a pen and paper because you can start to just write down things. Um, When I did this exercise, I was in a call. So I was saying, like, I was being pointed these questions and then I was answering them aloud to my coach. But if you need to, you could say it aloud too, right? You could, you could say whatever is coming to mind. The fucking wind. You can hear the chimes though a little. Oh, that's nice. Okay. 
I'm going to wrap this up, but that is the exercise. And I'd, I'd say end the exercise with giving yourself a hug. Maybe making yourself a treat, going to get a treat and being like, I'm proud of you. Good job. I know that's hard. But that is the exercise that opened the doors for me to talk to my inner child. And so now when I'm referring to her, I know what she looks like. She's 11, 12, 13 year old me. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it depends, but usually 11 year old me. And she trusts me now. That's why the other night I was so upset and I was like, okay, tune in baby. How are you? What's going on? Are you okay? What can I do? And then affirming, I love you. It's okay. It's going to be okay. You're okay. You're safe. So, oh, 10 out of 10 recommend that connection and opening yourself up to that activity that I just laid out. It's really impactful to talk to every version of yourself because when you're going through life, especially as an adult, you're not reflecting on these things as much, but I want to encourage you to start. <laughs> I want to encourage you to start tuning in to these times um, and and like making a mark of it even if in your happiest times like make a mark of when you felt so much joy and do something to commemorate it and do something to be like did you see that little me <laughs> I think I talked about that in an episode before I was just talking about like we're doing this for her like it's all for fucking her and that's the truth like our little souls have carried us through all this time and to take the time to be like oh that was a really good moment or oh I'm feeling so much pain right now like where is this coming from <laughs> that's like all a part of the human experience is to just feel and experience as much as we can and I encourage you to go through the rest of this week being open to that and maybe trying out this activity for yourself. Or like I said, just any inner child meditation that you can find that feels right for you. I'm also open to doing this activity with you on Zoom. So I am going to put a deal out there. <laughs> And we're going to say $55 for an hour with me doing an inner child meditation and healing session. One time only. I'll post it on my social media. I'll put a link out there for my calendar um, so you can book that. Or just reach out and say, hey, I heard your pod. I want to get in on that. 
Where do I sign up? And I'll just shoot you my PayPal, and then you can just get on my calendar. And we can sit and we can do it together. I'm here to support. I'm here to encourage connections like this. And I'm here to share my experiences in hopes that... Oh my god, there's a crane flying by. Wow. In hopes that you will feel more open to experiences that are similar as well because it's all a part of your healing and living a better version of yourself and acknowledging all of our emotions. So yeah, okay, I just did that. $55 for an hour, Zoom call, anytime in May, let's say. That sounds fun. Yeah, I'll put my calendar out there for May. I know I haven't had my calendar up for a minute, so I'll do that before I post this. And I'll talk about it on my story, and I'll make a post as well on my story, probably with a little picture of baby me, so you can reference this episode. Um, And yeah, let's dive in. But I encourage you to do this exercise alone as well. Jesus, yep, we gotta go. We gotta go. The wind is crazy. Okay. I love you. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful rest of your week, and I will talk to you Friday. LOL.